Welcome back to the Patient Convert Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Knott, and we have our co-host with us, Justin Knott, but truthfully, he's kind of like our special guest today because this topic is so important to a top-performing marketing strategy, but it's something I really don't know that much about, I have to be honest. And Justin is a total genius when it comes to digital marketing, and this is something I know these physicians want to better understand. Justin, what is backlinking? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm excited about this because one of my favorite things and one of my first loves is the search engine optimization side of marketing. It's something I could talk about all day because it's something that is really fun to watch the results of. And one of the core components of a successful search engine optimization strategy and what search engine optimization means, essentially optimizing your website and your off-site things. It's essentially going through a process to improve the rankings and visibility of your site. And so that means if somebody types in like menopause specialists or hormone specialists near me or dermatologists near me, how you rank at the top for that, or say for skin tag removal as a dermatologist, it's the things that you need to be doing to rank highly for those to drive traffic is kind of what we're talking about as far as search engine optimization and part of search engine optimization, a very critical part that we're talking about today is what you just said is backlinking and what that means, because it's can be a little confusing or really getting a good grasp on how you go about building it. And essentially what a backlink is, is it's any website that's not yours. So we'll call it offsite that links back to your website. Um, now that's a very loose term that can be like citations or technically a form of backlinks, like your Google, my business and putting your website where it says the website on your Google, my business, that technically is a link back to your website, therefore a backlink. What are some other examples? Some other examples are a guest blog post. If you write a guest blog post and inside of that article, it links back to your website, whether okay. it's your homepage or it's a treatment or condition page, or maybe your provider page, because it's a quote by you. And it says like Dr. John Smith and John Smith is linked back to Dr. Smith's provider page on his website or the say his hospital site. So those are forms of backlinks. And really at the end of the day, they're a way that Google kind of builds authority framework for your website. And that's why, and we'll talk about it a lot more today, but backlinks are really any website linking back to your website in the form of some type of a hyperlink that leads back to your site. Um, they come in all shapes and sizes, which again, we're gonna talk about, but as far as what a backlink is, is that's really it and in terms of a definition. So most people are familiar now that you're thinking about it that way is when you read an, <laughs> yeah. when you read an article on like CareDash or WebMD right. and they've got all of those links that are in there citing resources, those are all backlinks back okay. to that resource website. Well, that's pretty easy to understand, but how important or essential is it really to your healthcare marketing strategy? Um, it, it, it's critically important for the long-term kind of success of the program. Uh, there's varying degrees of importance. The bigger you are, the larger your regional territory or national territory, the more critical backlinking becomes as part of your program. And we'll again talk about that a little bit when it later when it comes to authority and everything. But the more micro local you are, the smaller your region, the, the less backlinks you kind of need, but you still need them because 
even if it comes down to purely you need backlinks from like your Google My Business and those, you still need them no matter how big or small that you are and they become more critically important the bigger you get. But you still need them because what they do is they build trust score or trust authority in your website that it's not fake, it's not spam, it's real, it's a living, breathing entity that Google can trust. Because at the end of the day, Google is in the search experience game. And what I mean by that is they wanna get every search right and as accurate as possible and give you the best experience possible every time that you go on there and you do a search. So they want to ensure that websites that they're presenting at the top are high authority, they're trustworthy, they're going to serve you the right information, they're 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 people that their websites so to speak that they can rely on. And backlinks and the better the backlinks that they are, the better trust that Google will have in your website. And so thusly, the better you're going to rank for a lot of the things that you want to rank for. So that's why they're really important at a high level is just like your domain names. Like when you buy a brand new domain and you go build a website on it, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to rank for versus why like say WebMD can publish a new article on acne scars and rank number one in a week for the term acne scars. It's because they have the domain age, they have the domain authority, and they have all of these backlinks are a lot of the reasons why they can do that. Where a local dermatology practice that wants to rank for acne scar treatment near me, it may take them weeks or months when they build their brand new website and start their practice to rank for that. And again, it goes back to, you can quicken that by building trust authority through backlinking to your website. Okay, so they're definitely important, but two parts of this question. Is there bad backlinks? And then I'm going to follow that up, so I want you to answer both. But I even know through the agency and the emails I get through the agency that are spam. Do you you accept guest blogs on your website? Worse. (laughs) We can get you 3,000 backlinks in two weeks. You know, I get that all the time. And I own an agency. So... Is there bad backlinking and is there bad backlinking marketing or spam or it's a very confusing world. So how do you know if there is and how do you know which marketing to go for and make sure you're not falling into a bad marketing or spammy strategy? Yeah, absolutely. So the quality of the backlinks. So the answer is there's absolutely and probably more than there are good ones, there's bad backlinks out See, there. See, that's what scares um, me for our position. Yeah, so there is, A, that's one reason why you definitely need to be monitoring it and be doing a backlink audit and submitting disavow files, which we'll talk about in just a second. But yes, there are bad backlinks. More often than not, links are bad before they're good. And so you need to be kind of qualifying the backlinks that are being built to your website and the sites that you're willing to have backlink to you and guest post or or whatever method you're going to build a backlink, Mm -hmm. making sure that they're reputable, they're quality websites. Because again, just like we were talking about in a good way for building trust with Google, bad backlinks do the exact opposite and they erode your trust Mm -hmm. and your authority with Google and make your site appear more and more and more spammy. Back in the day, even 10 years ago, not that long ago, 
Google's become much and much, much with their rank brain and their new algorithm releases, much more sophisticated in how it works to try to get it to a much more natural language style search experience when you're searching. And through that, what's been done is they care a lot more about the quality of all the content that exists on the internet. So before people there used used to be called PBNs, which are private blog networks, and there was link farming, there was all these things that you could do to build hundreds of thousands of backlinks to your website and kind of skirt the system and build authority. All of that's fallen to the wayside, and there are things that I strongly, strongly recommend you stay very, very far away from because you really need to be focused on quality over quantity when it comes to backlinking. That is a super, super essential thing if you take anything away from here as far as learning about backlinks is I'd rather have one good, solid, what we call meaty in the industry, and that's high domain authority backlinks to your, to your website than a thousand low quality. So ones. you're saying those emails that we're getting that say they can guarantee yeah, right me a thousand backlinks in whatever time period, that that's probably one of those red flags that we're yeah, talking right about. Yeah, right in the trash. Okay. Yeah, I can tell you for sure. We do backlink building and I would never promise anything like that. And again, like I'd rather work my butt off for a client uh-huh. to secure one amazing backlink uh, from a high domain authority, reputable website then get them 10 from a low quality websites. And they're just the one that we get from that is gonna make 10 times more value than the 10 that we would get from the other site. And so that's why it's so important, just like protecting your reputation, which we talk a lot about, you wanna protect the reputation of your website by protecting what's backlinking to you and the backlinks you're gaining for your website. So your marketing team, let's say, should know these quality backlinks. They will understand the authority of these websites, how you'll be featured, and they're able to communicate that with their physicians. Absolutely. They they definitely better be. And you need a, you need somebody watching out for that and an agency of record or whoever's working with you um, should 100% be monitoring that at all times as part of their SEO process. Like the first and foremost thing when we get engaged with a client it's part of our onboarding SEO process and something that we monitor on an ongoing basis is what we call a backlink audit and their toxicity score. So a lot of SEO softwares out there that are available will run a backlink audit, will show you the profile of all of the websites that are linking back to you and will give you a rough score of each one of those websites. And that creates what we call a toxicity report or an overall kind of health report of all the backlinks that aggregate that are pointing to your website. And essentially what that means is you want a whole lot more good than you have bad mm-hmm. back things backlinking to your site and anything that we consider high toxicity or essentially a very spammy website that's backlinking to your site, we want to disavow that backlink. And that's up to Google to respect it, but we can create what we call a disavow file and upload that into your Google search console. And what that is, is a request acknowledging to Google is we no longer want these sites. We want you to sever the links between our site and that site. And you'd be shocked right now. I bet 90 to 95% of the people listening to this, if I did a backlink audit on your site, (laughs) you would probably have 
a high level of toxicity unbeknownst to you. Like you didn't go out and do blogs. It's just naturally spammy sites linking to your site that you have no idea that you want to proactively disavow to keep your site as healthy as possible. Well, that's scary, but that's an easy fix you're saying. It's it's an easy, again, it's up to Google to respect the disavow. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it does. But it's something kind of like we've talked about in previous podcast like episodes house. is Googling yourself and you'd be surprised <laughs> yeah, at how wrong true. your listings could be. It's the same thing yeah, with backlinks. True. You'll be surprised at the number of potential spammy backlinks without you ever asking for those. Right. That could be linked to your site. And so you want to proactively be monitoring your backlink strategy. So let's talk more positively now that we've gone over some of the scary stuff with backlinking. Um, but what is the real difference it makes? So backlinking... Again, going back, we talked about it, is a trust-building exercise with Google. The better the backlinks and the bigger number of them, the better your site's going to perform in search. And that can be back, and you want to distribute your backlinks around your site. More than often than not, you'll have the most backlinks to your homepage but you really want to share the wealth to some of the other content on your site that matters the most. So like a really good example, for instance, would be- I was be, gonna say like, what if you're a large infertility clinic? Like what's some good home run backlinks? Just Yeah, so if you're a large infertility clinic and, and say you're in the Chicagoland area, uh-huh. so highly competitive market, very large, okay. and you're trying to rank for like infertility clinic or maybe one of the special- IVF like, or, yeah, yeah, IVF, like in, in vitro freezing, fertilization yeah. or surrogacy mm-hmm. or egg freezing. That can be very competitive search terms it's not generally just going to be enough to even if you read everything that i've ever put out there about how you should structure that treatment or condition page on your site you put a thousand words on there you put all the h tags you put all the keywords you put all the geo identifiers you put all the faqs you put video on there you check all every single one of those boxes backlinking is what where the difference is made right from you and a competitor if everything is done right between you and a competitor and your competitor has more solid backlinks nine out of ten times they will rank higher than you oh wow now that may not always be true people could say well you can go and google me and i I rank high yeah your site could also probably be i guess 30 years old Mm -hmm. so again that comes back to domain age Mm -hmm. But what I mean is if you went out as that infertility clinic and you're trying to get your IVF page ranking high, so you had one of your doctors write a couple guest blog posts on medical related websites about different topics around IVF and then had them link either in the bio of the of the provider or inside of the actual piece of content, that article back to your IVF page and without getting too technical like say having in vitro fertilization mentioned and you link that back. But at the end of the day, linking it back to that in virtual, uh, the IVF page on your site, and then you monitor that page, you will watch that page slowly increase in positional search ranking for those search terms. Yeah. So really just identifying that. So what are some of the strategies? I mean, we're talking about applying this to an overall SEO strategy, but how are these physicians listening or marketers listening going to create or grow these backlinks? I mean, do they have to hire an agency? Should they hire an agency? Is there anything they can do on their own? What are these strategies? For sure. So there's several different things that you can do. Uh, I want to talk about some of the more obvious things. I've mentioned a couple of them as the example I just gave is one of them. 
but I'll list them really quick and then I'll go back and talk a little bit more about each of them. Kind of get author spotlights. So being cited in an article, for instance, like, like I just an mentioned. expert insight? Yeah, an expert insight. Okay. Like providers, this is a very easy way for providers to build a lot of backlinks to their website if they're willing to participate like in that process. Like what to expect if you're an OBGYN or something Well, yeah, like well that. just, yeah. So if it's an OBGYN, like whattoexpect.com, they get millions and millions of website right. visitors and they publish 20, 30, 40 pieces of content every month. And that's quality. And that's quality. But in those content pieces, they're going to have like 10 signs that you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. If you read that article, I bet three or four or five or six or all of those points are going to have a sighting from an OBGYN that they've interviewed Mm -hmm. and they're going to link back to their website. So that and the best way to do that is, well, we've got guest podcasts are another really great, especially with the absolute meteoric rise of podcasting over the last 12 months. Podcasting is a really easy way to get backlinks because Well, we'll go over that in a second. And then last but certainly not least, the other very common is just straight up articles, guest posts, guest blog posts are what we call them. I'd say those are the three most common ways to get backlinks. There's a lot of other things that you can do. Um, Even your social media posts technically are backlinks back to your website, but they're not going to offer a whole lot of quality, but they are part of your portfolio strategy. So going back really quickly, we've got the guest spotlights that we just talked about being cited as a resource and thought leader in an article is a really powerful and really simple way if providers are willing to get involved. There are so many, so many websites out there that are just begging for insights and feedback from people like yourself as a practitioner and an expert in your specialty or field that are willing to put what you have to say inside of their article to strengthen their article, to cite in their article, and to link back to your website. One of the easiest methods and and ways to go about doing that is a website that we love for our clients as well as ourselves called HARO, H-A-R-O. Love HARO. And that stands for Help a Reporter Out. If you type that into Google, Help a Reporter Out, you'll find their website. You can sign up for alerts. What it is, is it's reporters that are going online and making a request for sources to help them complete a piece of content that they need to write. Well, and Haro's great too, because it's not like a thousand word piece no, of content, isn't actually, it just really brief? It'll be very brief. So they send yeah. out three a day, 5 a.m., noon, and 5 p.m., and most of it, make sure you follow the guidelines Definitely to a T the or they will just trash your submission and you'll have wasted your time. Most of them are between 100 and 250 words max. Which is perfect for providers. It should take you 10 minutes or less to do this and you could bust out even one a day and- 100 words of advice. 100 words of advice. And most of the time, because to qualify to submit these requests, you have to be in the top 1 million websites in the United States on google.com. And so that means that more than likely- These every, are your quality, are quality backlinks, backlinks for well-trafficked websites. Like again, going back to go. the OBGYN, almost every single day, there are OBGYN. pregnancy and mom blogs Weight reaching loss, out, looking pain, for, exactly, looking for sleep. the expertise of an OBGYN to submit their feedback on a tip or insight to whatever it is that they're writing about. And so- that's a really easy way to get slam dunk backlinks, get lots of thought leadership visibility, because then you have an area on your site where it's like featured in the bump, 
what to expect, like just naming mm -hmm. all of these authority-based websites that get millions of visitors a month. On top of that, you got podcasts, as I mentioned. There are so many podcasts that are out there that, including ours, would love to have physicians or experts in the field featured and interviewed. And generally what happens, the same process that we go through, after that, it, that podcast wraps, show notes are done and it's posted in places and it's linked back to you because you were the special guest. Again, that's another backlink. Last but certainly not least is guest blogging. This is probably the number one most popular way for a backlink building strategy is essentially just going out, finding websites, again, more than likely in the medical and health space that cover the topics ranging in your specialty and writing topical content articles just like you do on your website for them. And then in either the author space, like the bio space of that article or in the kind of actual meat of the content, they link back to your website. So I think those are like the biggest areas or things that we think as a starter kit for building backlinks. Oh, that's great. But this is something I want to talk about too. Sometimes when physicians and providers, and you know this better than anyone, are choosing marketing, it it can be overwhelming, Justin. It can be overwhelming for them to decide what type of marketing they need and where to invest their marketing budget. So is this something they have to, you know, I want to say itemize, but how, when is the right time to focus on backlinking and marketing? When should they bring it up? Is this something they can just purchase off a menu? So talk a little bit about that as far as when do they need to focus on their backlinking? For sure. So it always needs to be in the back of your mind. Like I know how we engage with clients. It's typically a phase two approach that we take. Okay. We, so or don't I'd overthink say even, it. I'd say even a phase three because right. we want to fix their website, kind of fix the foundation. I call it cleaning house. We want to get your, your house ready for growth. And once we've optimized your site, we fixed it, it's kind of ready for to grow, then we start an on-site content strategy. So making sure we're building out all of your conditions and treatments pages, we've got the important blog posts covered that are linking back to your conditions and treatments. So we've kind of got our all of our boxes checked as far as what the site needed from an early on success standpoint then we can turn our attention to backlinking. So I, I think it's about not getting too far ahead of your skis from a prioritization standpoint is get your site ready for growth, okay. get, get it squared away, get it optimized, get the content gaps filled there. And that's a never ending process, but at least do the baseline most important stuff before you turn your time and attention on building content off of your site from a backlink building standpoint. So I always think prioritizing it secondarily, once you've got your site squared away, then you can say, we're just not cracking the top three for this condition or treatment. It's time to go focus on backlinking for that one. And again, I think it's always levels, the more competitive your market or the larger your reach from a standpoint of if you're reaching regional, statewide, national for your type of organization, the more important your backlink building becomes because the more generalized your search, term, search terms you're going after usually are, but it still is important even in local markets. Like if you're in Austin, Texas, and you really wanna rank well, 
for all of your site stuff across the board, the more backlinks that you can get, the better and easier it's going to be for you. And then again, even honing in on some specific conditions and treatments like cool sculpting for aesthetics is a very highly competitive marketplace. And if you want to rank in like Miami for that, you want to have a really well thought out condition page for that or treatment page. And then you want to go out and write some articles on real self and other aesthetics websites and get them pointing back to your cool sculpting page. Okay, so what do you want to leave our listeners with as your last piece of advice, tip, or something to think about when it comes to backlinking? I think get it on your radar as far as something you want to focus on. It doesn't need to be overwhelming. Even if you do it, focus on like, how can I get one a quarter at first and then one a month? And it's just really try to take a kind of a bite of the elephant at a time. And the other side of it is monitor your backlink process because you'd be surprised at the level of toxicity that you may have or the spamminess that Google sees your site because of unbeknownst to you, all of the garbage that has linked back to your site uh, over the years. And that's a, such an easy process to have somebody do and to submit a disavow file. So just like we say for physicians to Google themselves, do a backlink audit on your website and make sure that you're doing the easy, simple thing like disavowing bad backlinks. And then again, just start a process. And if you're not sure where to get started or how to go about doing it, that's where an agency like us can come in and can help through that process. But even if you picked up the phone after you listened to this episode and called and said, I wanna build backlinks, <laughs> again, what would we do first? We would audit your site and make sure that it's ready to start building backlinks. So you have to, to be ready. Yeah, make sure that you're ready, uh, but make sure that you do have backlink building as part of your long-term strategy for say going into 2021. Well, from co-host to special guest, thank you so much for talking about backlinking because I'm gonna be honest, I wanted to learn a lot more about it as well. I know we do it here at the agency and it is so crucial. So thanks again and I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for listening to today's latest episode of the Patient Convert Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify, or you can sign up to receive the latest episode via email. Just check it out on my agency website or my personal website. And if you are looking for more amazing healthcare marketing information or just to engage, check us out at entropy.com. And for any of my amazing physician liaisons out there interested in growing their physician referrals or learning the strategies strategies that it takes to build highly engaged physician referral networks. Check out my website, kellynot.com, where I have free webinars, free downloads, and of course, my online physician liaison training course, Physician Liaison University. And as always, I'm a huge believer in connecting, engaging, and supporting one another. And the best way we can do that is networking. And I always, always connect with you guys on social media. And one of my biggest social media platforms is LinkedIn. So feel free to connect with me there on LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter at Kelly Knott. And thank you guys again for listening to the Patient Convert Podcast with your host, Kelly Knott.